Hey guys, welcome to the Different Spokes Podcast. Thanks for checking this shit out. My name's Matt Smith. For my first episode today, I'm going to be interviewing my cousin Mark. It's a brief introduction into why he picked up BMX in his mid-30s when, you know, some people are slowing down in their mid-30s. And we talk about what keeps his stoke alive, you know. he He's a good dude, and I've, I've watched him progress pretty quick in a couple years, and it's it's really awesome to see this. Oh yeah, this was recorded uh, last winter. Um, I was a little apprehensive of starting this project, but uh, I got a couple interviews lined up, so there'll be more to come. Thank you. How many years have you been riding? I think it's like that. Four now? Okay. And how old are you? 38. I, I wanted you to be a part of it because... You're kind of like new school into it. Do you think that um, like the body English of skateboarding helped you figure out bike riding? I mean, skateboarding is a lot of like, it, it's a little bit of upper body, but it's it's a lot of legs. And um, I feel like BMX is a lot of both. Mm-hmm. And how long did you skate for? Uh, since since really I was like 12. Probably, yeah. For like ever pretty much. Yeah, but I, I did ride bikes <clears throat> and, you know, like little, you know, I rode bikes as a kid, so I jumped stuff and mm-hmm. so I kind of had an idea about it. Mm-hmm. Now that you're older though, and it seems like, say, like you said, the past four years, you're kind of like, you're trying stuff. Do you think you have like a more gentle approach? I actually look at it the same way I looked at skateboarding um <clears throat> because the last I skated I feel like I was almost better than I was uh when I was younger although I tried a little bit bigger stuff when I was younger mm-hmm. not much I was never a bigger gnarlier uh trick type mm-hmm. writer uh, it's pretty much always been what I was comfortable with or <laughs> what I believed in my head was possible. Like you kind of knew your limitations and where to where to kind of extend out from there. Right. Yeah. Right. I would test the waters, uh, and I still do. I, I feel like I test them more with, uh, with BMX than I did with skateboarding. Skateboarding, I, that was always what I was a little bit more sure of that. BMX, it's like, I'm just going to roll the dice and <laughs> see how this pans out. <laughs> you said you don't have health insurance, right? That's right. In the four years' time you've been riding, you've uh, progressed, like, over and over again. And, like, I want to learn crank arms, but I've watched you go from not learning them to kind of having them pretty good. Well, like, that that trick, too, it... Um, one, it was one I really wanted to learn. Ever, what, uh, as soon as I saw it, it was it just looked really, really cool. And actually, right. it looked a lot similar to a skateboarding trick. It mm-hmm. was like you could do something on a skateboard that you could also do on a bike, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So I was willing to put up a little bit a risk to try and learn it. <clears throat> and if I, I felt like if I could learn it on something that was low risk, like a small rail or something, that wouldn't be as bad. Whereas, like... Like, you can do bar spins and crank flips. And both of them, learning them, could be, you know, 
just as just as deadly. Yeah, I you guess know? yeah. But there was this hip um, back at the Voodoo Park. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first learned crank flips. There was like a uh, you know like a wedge to wedge hip. I didn't have crank flips dialed at all. I mean, I still barely have them, but like, and I went to go crank flip over the hip, and it was one of those like fuck it moments, but where I really didn't know what I was doing, but I just, you just start pedaling at stuff, and like, your body's, your head saying to your body, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. And like, I go up the pyramid, I flip the cranks, and I just don't even like try to get my feet back on the pedals. And, like, I just watched my front pedal just, like, spin right past. I put my foot, like, you know, just landed, like, with my feet off and just ate it so hard because it's, like, I didn't even, I didn't even prepare for what was going to go wrong and just, oh, that was, like, the most awful crank flip crash I think I ever had. And it wasn't even, it wasn't that gnarly of a crash, but it was my worst crank flip crash. Mm-hmm. Just, like, yeah, I guess you can get murked pretty much whatever. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, like, you know, miss the bars, catch them any different way and smash your hands or try the crank arm and complete. I've done that and completely eat shit and, you know, get tacoed on the bike end rail. You uh, messed up your fingertip. What did you mess up your finger on? <laughs> I uh, I was trying a crank arm um, and it was on a big thick rail and I've come to realize that they're different than the thinner ones, how you get on them and stay on them. It was something I only learned after that happened. Mm-hmm. But I tried it, and and I just came off it normal, but I kind of fell backwards a little bit, and I must have went to put my hand down, but it got underneath me, and I landed right on my thumb tip and busted the shit out of it. Is it still messed up? Not so much. Uh, it's okay. I have full use of it. It's still... Looks kind of hideous. Is that your thumbnail? Is it, yeah, it's like busted fuck? coming up. It's like, dude, it looks like you're gonna lose it. Yeah, but I feel like whatever this is underneath is like, I think that's new nail. Oh, uh, you got like a black line on it. Yeah, it was like where it was black and blue, like blood, uh, the clotted right there. And you said it was so sensitive you couldn't even tap on your phone for a minute. I couldn't tap my phone. I couldn't wipe properly. <laughs> I couldn't tie my shoe. I couldn't button my pants or pull up my... Like, everything I had to do normally that was Damn. dominantly right but had to be dominantly left. And I don't know if you tried to wipe with your not, not dominant hand. <laughs> Get, give, it a, give it a go. We talked a little bit earlier about, like, doing stuff that feels good. Like trying stuff that you know will feel good um when you see when you see somebody do like maybe a a grind out to like a big drop does that appeal to you at all and you like that bigger stuff it wasn't something I ever really did cause I mean <clears throat> it, it was either like you kind of just did something and then it was the drop or you did something real huge mm-hmm. off the drop and I was never somebody that did stuff real huge mm-hmm. And then just doing something, whatever, and drop didn't seem too appealing. Wrist hurt just watching somebody do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, you could land and it'd just be all right, or, you know, you can land and really fucking smack your face off the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any kind of, like, stuff you do, like, preventative maintenance-wise? Like, any, like, little workouts do you do to kind of keep yourself 
in shape while you're not riding? No. In fact, over the winter, I, I haven't I haven't worked out. I haven't watched my diet. I drink iced tea all the time. Mm-hmm. I eat pizza. <laughs> um, but as of lately, like, I only do that uh, in the uh, summertime just to... Because I have more clothes off, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; it feels better. I, I like the diet and taking care of myself, but it's also nice to be lazy for a little bit. Yeah. Where would you like to see your riding go? Not super far. I want it to be fun. Because skateboarding became something where everything had to be perfect in a certain way, and you know, I couldn't have the same trick. In, you know, different videos. Mm-hmm. It all had to be different and a different trick. And it just, it wasn't, it didn't become fun, you know, and <clears throat> BMX is new and I just want to be good enough where it's still fun and I'm not mad at it because it's not perfect. Right. Like, for instance, what I like riding, what you know, is what you like, right? Uh, like, finding neat little weird things and mm-hmm. turning it into a little spot. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't watch a whole video of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that proved uh, the other night when we watched uh, Act Like You Know Dudes. Like, I, that's awesome, but I, I, not more than fucking, you know, two, three, four minutes. <laughs> I mean, 20 was... I ain't doing it. <laughs> but, you know, so it's like, I, what I like to ride isn't necessarily what I get turned on by. Like, a nice mix of everything. Like, some right. nice, uh, like, s- some Chris Kyle stuff, some, you know, street techie stuff. Uh, you know, and then some crazy backwoods fucking Amish redneck shit. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Yeah. Even as, like, a beginner, I just thought in my head, like, if I could learn the basics... I can go wherever from there. You know, like once you get enough bike control, yeah. you can kind of, you can grow any any muscle in any direction, any, you know, riding muscle in any direction you want. Exactly. Like, well, where, geographically, because skateboarding, like, one, when I started, there, there isn't, there wasn't as many parks as there is now, and all I had to ride was the street and whatever I didn't get kicked out of. Mm-hmm. So I was just left with, you know, street, Grammy street shit. Yeah. Biking, it's, I can pick wherever I want to go. I'm older now, I have a car, you know, so it's... It's up to your discretion, kind of. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, I I like to ride street and stuff, but I also like to go to different parks and, you know, learn transition and and some flowy stuff, because that's linking stuff together that's that's a great feeling too yeah and it almost seems like one helps the other like a little bit of transition helps in the streets and vice versa oh sure sure I see it I see it uh, somebody like Evan he's just got so much nice control and can just do both like can come right off of dirt and do something super <laughs> super awesome on the street and he's got that nice English mm-hmm. what do you think keeps you stoked on it seeing what's possible 
keeps me motivated. Um, seeing what uh, the people I ride with do, because it, you know, it. You can watch a pro ride, and it's like, yeah, maybe one day. But you know, you see your friends doing something, and it's like it's, it's that much more closer to you. It's it's uh, you know that mm. it seems a little bit more possible and realer. So I absolutely love seeing what everybody's doing, and it's such a wide range of talent that you know somebody who I wouldn't think I could learn something from, I do, and then. You know, it's just I pick up a little something from everybody, mm -hmm. and 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 that keeps me going, and I and I like that because you know I see a lot of people just stop. Mm -hmm. I wonder why. Ideally, what would you say like your if you could ride as much as you wanted whenever you wanted? How often would you ride? I'd say probably the same, or maybe a little bit. Yeah, probably the same. And what is, what's that? Uh, like, maybe three times a week, mm -hmm. you know, between, I'd say between like two and four, like three-ish, something like that. Not too much, not too little. Depends how hard, if, if it was a constant, probably just like three times a week. Because mm -hmm. then I would, I feel like I would be, like, I have committed days to ride and that's awesome and then I can do whatever I want whenever you know then other times because now it's like you know you just ride on your only times a weekend kind of so mm -hmm. it's like well there's tons of other stuff I'd like to do but riding is really fun too and I can kind of only do that now so you kind of need that recovery time in between yeah yeah it's like you kind of go hard on them two days and then it's you gotta pick yourself back up during the week yeah <laughs> what better thing to do that with than starting work on Monday right you're like, well, I'm sore as shit, but... <laughs> I should go to work and bend a lot and move and do everything I shouldn't. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta keep moving, though, it seems like. It seems like as soon as you slow down, you really slow down. I mean, I, yeah. I, I felt that, you know, just from yesterday rolling around the ground. Like, I mean, maybe it's just because, like, uh, if you have, like, bad bone structure hereditarily, that, like... If your body's gonna kind of just get get shitty on you. You're working your body differently than you normally do every other day. You gotta kind of. I feel like you really do gotta keep after it. It just it's like a rust that just kind of grows on you. Sure. Like something I didn't even realize till I got older, and yeah. seen everybody fall off and become, you know, less able. Mm-hmm. <coughs> like life's challenging you all the time, but like. Oh, it's super humbling, believe me. Like, me trying something all day long, you know, 50, 60 tries, still ain't getting it, and then seeing some 12-year-old kid who, you know, he's just some regular <laughs> local kid just comes and just does it all, and you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that that's as humbling as it's going to fucking get. It's almost like all the complete bikes come with the crank arm ability. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh man, because uh, like every, everybody that I follow and admire is younger than I am. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's like you, ha and I think that's I think there's something to be said about that because I don't think everybody, I don't think everybody's okay with that. I think that's where some of that disconnect is. 
I think some of these people that are like my age, you know, or our age, our age group, let's put it that way, that maybe they grew up looking up to people older than them. And it's like they kind of, it's like they, they refuse to look at anybody younger than them. It's like, mm. it's like they don't want to flip that. They don't want to, they're too proud to look up to somebody younger than them in a way. And, you know, if I knew that the people I was looking up to were only a couple years older than me, I'm, I might not have put them on such a pedestal, but, you know, inspiration can come from anywhere. Things would have seemed more attainable. Uh, Growing up, it seemed like everybody was way older, Mm -hmm. you know, and to think about that generation being, you know, the people that, you know, started, I mean, not mine, but the ones before me, like, you know, they were just the older kids in high school, Mm -hmm. you know, they're already like, you know pros on bikes or you know rap stars or something Mm -hmm. and now they're all the ogs yeah you know it's like being open to be inspired by anybody kind of helps i think that's kind of like a useful a useful approach and also kind of like an open-minded approach to like like if you're able to be influenced by anybody there's more there's a longevity like you're going to be stoked for as long as you are influenced by anybody you get uh, yeah, you get people that are a little bit older and, you know, you know, <laughs> they get a little set in their ways. <clears throat> and on on the same, on the same token, it's like, there is some things like, you know, these people created the genres that are, that all these subgenres kind of are now. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there is some truth to that. Like, like Mike Aiken, for example, like, there's a lot of people that are stylish now, but it's like, that dude, he created a lot of this stuff that people are into. Brian Wismerski invented, you know, a good percentage of the tricks that people do now. You know, Matt Hoffman supposedly grinded the first handrail. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's shit that happened, and I, and I think, you know, people want the younger people to respect that, or at least acknowledge that. And I, I think maybe the disconnect is older people are seeing the younger people get so much so quick so soon and there's almost like a jealousy or or something because because they know that their history is like the pillars that this other stuff was built on but that history wasn't you know reposted five times on Instagram you know yeah there's no there was no accolades or or anything like that for the things you did yeah, you know, as much as there are now, it wasn't no yeah. instant gratification, you know. Yeah. For some of them achievements. Yeah, and, and I think that's also why people probably held it so high too, because it's like, you know, you waited for months for one video to come out or you, a magazine, yeah. you know, a picture. Yeah. And you, I remember <laughs> looking at a still picture, being like, "How the fuck did he get there? Yeah. Where's he coming from? Where's he going? A, a fucking picture. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god." Like, this is so awesome. And that's like, it. And yeah. that's what you went and your stoke was. Mm-hmm. That picture. And I think it's just like a sign of the times that, you know, we have all these new tools out, so everybody's using them. And that's okay. It's just it, it all evolving. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just like anything. Like, you know, like, you know, all the people that came before us, like, nobody gives a fuck who invented a telephone. But, you know, he's a fucking pioneer. 
Everybody's yeah. using it now. Yeah. Now it's evolved into something that, you know, it's kind of the same. It's, it's interesting to see how it's going to go. And I mean, because uh, I look at skateboarding and, you know, like some of the people I follow and still uh, kind of keep tabs on, they, you know, they're sitting at doctors with these full-on, like, neoprene leg sleeves going through therapy mm. at some, like, ultra doctor, you know, and I'm like, what kind of super therapy is that? You know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, so it's, it's, you know, there's a lot of stuff changing. Yeah. Before it was just ice and, a, you know. <laughs> rice. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, elevate it and rice it. Now it's like, oh, I can go and go to some cryotherapy or get these super leg sleeves and have this worked out in a week. Yeah, it's kind of like, why not? Why not keep going if you can? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them skaters are getting older, and you know, they're all still riding. And